Hello everybody, this is Ethan and welcome back to another episode of Chitter Chatter. This is episode number 89 and I'm coming at you again with another Manchester United match review. And do you know what? Yesterday, um, we United won. It was a 2-1 uh, at Old Trafford, a victory over Brighton and Hove Albion. But by the end of that first half, I thought, do you know what? I might actually have to review a loss. But um, that was not the case. Um, United, as they have done so many times this season, the past couple of seasons have turned it around in uh, in the second half. I mean, especially recently in Premier League matches, you know, we've conceded first, conceded the first half, and then just switched it around uh, in the second half. It was something that we did a lot under uh, Mourinho as well, actually. I seem to remember. Because I remember those questions being asked of why Man United couldn't keep the consistency for the full 90 minutes. But um, consistency questions are still being asked of Man United, even in these recent times about form, you know, going up and dropping, you know, whatnot. Uh, You know, for a prime example, um, when we won against AZ Milan, but then had that horrible, horrible performance against Leicester in the FA Cup, you know. But, anyway... We um we we moved with another three points, you know. Take it. I felt for for the first half in the first, I would say, ten fifteen minutes. Manchester United were dominant. Uh, we came out of the gates looking good. You know, passing it around nicely, uh, you know, attacking Brighton's half. Brighton not really posing any problems. And then out of nowhere, uh, Danny Welbeck just scores. Um, it, was a, it was a nice cross into the box on, uh, on in, in United's half. And um, Danny Welbeck goes, uh, I think it was like for a header. Henderson pulls off a nice save, but there was nothing Henderson could do about the rebound that Danny Welbeck put in. And, you know, I, I had a feeling if anyone was going to score for Brighton uh, yesterday night, it was going to be Danny Welbeck. And, yeah, I was right. You know, I thought it was going to be, obviously, you know, Danny Welbeck, previous Man United player. Uh, yeah, it was probably going to be him to score against his old club. Um, but I felt our, our goals came from... Well, that's not obvious, but came from very, very good um, passage of plays, which they did, obviously, because uh, that's normally where goals come from. But my point is, is that Man United um, wasn't doing that for most of the game. Um, I felt a lot of the game was quite lacklustre. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong, you know, Brighton, I don't think, was offering a whole lot either. I mean, after that Danny Welbeck goal, uh, yeah, I think... You know they're okay, but we should be beating Brighton. Uh, obviously, um, no disrespect to Brighton fans, obviously, but with Man United's position in the table, you'd expect us to be, to you know, to beat Brighton. Um, you know, just as you would expect Leicester and Manchester City to beat Brighton. Um, but yeah, after that, Danny Welbeck goal. I don't think Brighton had a, a lot to offer, uh, and that's what I'm saying. I don't think United did as well. But what I mean from good passage of plays, it was just sparks of 
inspiration, I guess. Um, I mean, even look at the stats, you know, with like, you know, United uh, for the for the whole game had more of the ball possession. You know, we are 58 percent. Uh, I mean, you, you, you look at the like in, in the first half. As I said, first 10-15 minutes before the Brighton goal, United were very dominant. Uh, I thought we, we played well. And then after that Danny Welbeck goal, United, I mean, we just didn't offer anything. I mean, the, the closest chance we got was um, a very, very good Mason Greenwood strike um, that uh, hit the post and went out. But apart from that, nothing really else in that first half. Um I was left quite deflated, even though I did in the back have in the back of my mind United might turn this round. But even with that, you know, I was kind of like, I'm I'm not sure if I can actually see United really doing anything because we weren't really doing anything in that first half. Uh, then around the sixty second minute, uh, this is what I'm saying: a moment of inspiration. Bruno Fernandez, as as he's he's come up with moments of inspiration and fantastic passages plays. All season, really, every all the time that he's been here, um, the ball falls to Bruno. He runs at the defence. Marcus Rashford making a a good run down the the left hand um, of the pitch. Bruno, you know, I was shouting at Bruno to pass to Rashford because I thought, oh, because sometimes he likes to go for them himself. And I was like, Bruno, please don't go for yourself. Just look at Rashford. Bruno slots the ball nicely to Rashford. Rashford first time shot um, just just right past the goalkeeper. You know, it was really, really good. Um, you know, Bruno running the defence. Rashford first time just kind of curling around the goalkeeper. It was very, very nice finish um, from Marcus Rashford. Bruno taken out as well, you know. I think if... Um, I think if Rashford didn't score that, it might have been a pull back and uh, could have been a red card for uh, the Brighton player who got uh, Fernandes down. I can't exactly remember who it was. Uh, but Bruno, was he was just taken out from the back. Um, which I thought was very reckless, and um, you know, he was complaining. Which uh, even though we scored, he was complaining. Which I don't blame him because it it was a horrific tackle. You know, right down the back of him, not really making an attempt for the ball at all. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if he if he got red carded. I don't know if he actually did get booked in the end, but anyway. Um, then United, as we have. Uh, a lot of the time left it late. Eighty third minute, Mason Greenwood a, a, again moments of inspiration. Luke Shaw this time, Luke Shaw an amazing ball to Bruno Fernandez who just dinks it up. Uh, Paul Pogba's the try um, kind of tries a, a volley uh, instead of going goalwards. It goes it, it kind of it kind of scuffs off his um off his uh like um off his shin. Uh, and then that's just gone straight to Mason Greenwood, who makes a nice diving header, nods the ball in, um, right past the goalkeeper. Kind of, it was weird because when we first saw it, it took like five seconds for me to register that ball's actually gone in the back of the net because I thought the goalkeeper had it, but uh, maybe questions were asked of the goalkeeper. Um, 
of the Brighton goalkeeper, kind of went past him, then off the Brighton defender and in. Went down as a missing Greenwood goal, though, make no mistake about that. And, um, yeah, you know, United, I felt, didn't really play that well. Uh, but we got the job done in the end, which is what matters. Um, I mean, in, in that first half, as I said, I thought I'd be reporting on a draw. I thought, you know, Luke Shaw and Fred were the only ones actually putting in a bit of a shift. I mean, uh, Luke Shaw with his, obviously, runs and Fred... Um, Getting the ball quite a bit and running out, running out of the Brighton defence as well in the first half. But then the second half, I felt uh, a bit of a slow start, but then United really started to pick it up, obviously, with the two goals as well. Um, you know, I, I really wouldn't say both teams played excellently, but it was just United who got the job done. Uh, I mean, see uh, the, the player ratings from a foot mob. Uh, United with an average of 7.5. Henderson with a 6.4. I don't think Henderson had a, a lot to do. It, well, I, I think... It, well, I mean, I'm saying that. I, I don't think he was tested a lot. Um, you know, I think he made a great save in the first thing of Danny Welbeck, but then there's just nothing he can really do about the rebound. And I think um, Wan-Bissaka and Lindelof were more at fault for that goal. I mean, Lindelof uh, maybe should have... Well, I, well, to be honest, Lindelof tried, actually. Yeah, I shouldn't really go too hard on Lindelof. He jumped up, he tried, he just couldn't reach it. Uh, but wan kind of f- fallen asleep, almost, kind of not really marking Danny Welbeck that, that well, and which allowed him to get through on goal and have um, get into that position and get, a, you know, just inches away from goal and have that second uh, attempt that did result in Brighton's first goal, Brighton's only goal. Um, so Henderson with 6.5, I don't think he's, is is that fair because I think Henderson, I don't know, I think Henderson was all right, but I mean, I don't think he was really... I don't think really both... I mean, San, Brian's goalkeeper, Sanchez, he wasn't tested at all in the first half, really. Uh, second half, though, obviously, we scored the two goals. But then Henson, I think, just throughout the match, I don't think... You know, he, he, there was a there was an incident with um, Harry Maguire on, I think it was Danny Welbeck, and the ball coming inches away from going in. Um... Someone, some people calling for a penalty. Obviously, went to review. I mean, I don't know. I didn't really see anything malicious in that Harry Maguire tackle. I think it was more of kind of Maguire was running behind him, maybe caught Danny Well, but but I don't think it was really a penalty to be honest. But anyway, Henson getting a six point four, Shaw seven point seven, Maguire six point six, Lindelof seven point three, Amisaka seven point four, Luke Shaw. I think probably our best defender. I mean, um. He's, he's just great, Luke Shaw. He, he really is. He's a fantastic player. Really improved. Uh, Pogba with an 8.6. Uh, Fred with an 8.1. Greenwood with an 8.3. Fernandes with an 8.8. Rashford with 7.7. Edison Cavani with a 6.5. Like, I haven't actually met, mentioned Edison Cavani in this episode at all, but I just suddenly disappeared. He, he didn't do anything, uh, which is unfortunate because I love Edison Cavani. Um, I, I do, I do think he's a good player, but he has had some performances for United where he just simply hasn't turned up. But then on his day, when he's 
when he gets going, he can be a very, very, very dangerous player, and we just need more of them games. Um, in that substitute, uh, James came on 72nd minute with 6.1, Van der Beek came on 82nd with McTominay, the 84th with no ratings. Uh, I think James, when he came, I think the substitutes was I mean Rashford obviously scoring. I think Rashford had a had a bit had a bit of a knock. So it made sense for Dan James uh to come on. I feel comfortable with Jan, Dan James uh coming on uh, very pacey. You know, I think he has improved as well this season. Uh scored scored a few goals for United and um yeah, I thought I thought it was strange that Fred and Pogba started in that position together. Uh not McTominay because I th- you know I'd rather have McTominay the uh because He's he's been popping up all over the place, getting United goals this season. Uh, but maybe Ollie is thinking putting. McT- I believe he wants to maybe put McTominay in another position, maybe a bit higher up the pitch, so he can score them goals more regularly. Because we've seen he has the ability uh, from long range as well. You know, um, a lot of outside of the box shots that have gone in. He's uh, I rate McTominay highly. I really do. Uh, then Brighton's uh, average. Rating with a 6.6. Uh, Sanchez, the goalkeeper, with 5.6. White with a 7.2. Dunk with 6.6. Veltman with a 6.8. Pascal Kroos with 6.4. Adam Lallana with 6.7. Bissouma with 7.3. Moda with a 6.0. Trossard with 6.1. Morpé with 6.4. And Danny Welbert with a 7.7. The best player, according to football. Uh, now, Alex Carlos coming on the 63rd minute with 6.2. Jan Bash going on the 78th, 87th minute. And uh, Zachary uh, coming on the 80th minute with no ratings. Um, so, yeah, I mean, how does that look for us on the table? Uh, we have a game in hand uh, over City. Uh, but City are still 14 points ahead. Uh, well, they'll be champions this season. Uh, as I'm sure it's really common knowledge, I can't imagine them losing a lot of games. I mean, obviously, we we obviously did beat them, but um, yeah, I don't think it's really um, gonna happen for us. Uh, I do think we will get top four. Uh, you know, we are four points clear of Leicester and. <clears throat> nine points clear of Chelsea who's in fourth and um and quite a few points actually uh 11 points clear of Tottenham Tottenham and Liverpool and West Ham, who are all on 49 points. Uh, I really do hope West Ham will get into Europe on a side note. I think they deserve it. They've been exceptional this season. Um, then, how does it look for Brighton in the relegation uh, battle? Uh, they're in 16th place, two, po- uh, two places rather ahead of the relegation. They are three points clear of Newcastle United, who are three points clear in return of Fulham in the relegation zone. Um, who's at 26 points? West Brom, 21. Sheffield United on 14. Uh, Brighton, who's in 16th, as I said, with 32. And Newcastle on 29 points. Um, and, yeah, that's um, that's all I really have uh today without looking um to Manchester United's 
next matches. Uh, the next match we have on Thursday, 8th of April, 8 o'clock kickoff Europa League, uh, Granada versus Manchester United. I've said um, we should beat Granada. Uh, I think it should be easy enough for us. I don't want, you know, United to make it. A, uh, you know, obviously we've been inconsistent, but I don't want United to let them walk all over us. You know, we need to show our strength. You know, we, we need to, you know, obviously I, I do think we will beat them and I think it should be easy, but I don't want United making it a task for themselves. Don't want I don't want them to be making it unnecessarily difficult, which they have at a lot of points this season. Uh, then on our return to the Europa League on Sunday, we've got Tottenham versus Manchester United at the London Stadium. Then the return leg on Thursday 15th, Manchester United versus Granada in the Europa League. Uh, then Sunday 18th of April, Manchester United versus Burnley. Sunday 25th of April, uh, then Leeds versus Man United at Ellen Road. That would be a fantastic match. And then the next one after that, 1st of May, Manchester United versus Liverpool uh, at Old Trafford, which again will be great. Uh, I've already beaten them at Old Trafford this season, knocked them out of the FA Cup, so hopefully, hoping for the same. Result, 8th of May, Villa versus United at Villa Park. 11th of May, United versus Leicester at Old Trafford. 15th of May, United versus Fulham on uh, Old Trafford. And then we go to the Molyneux on the 23rd of May for the last game of the season. Wolverhampton Wanderers versus Manchester United. So, yeah, um... You know, some tough league games coming up. You know, obviously, um, you know, Liverpool and Leicester. Um, some United fans might say, oh, you know, we, we beat Liverpool. But obviously, you know, it's Manchester United versus Liverpool. It's always going to be a task for both teams, isn't it? No matter what. And anything can happen when a rivalry comes up. I mean, we saw that in the Manchester Derby. City going, what, 21 straight wins. United ending that. No one, you know, I don't think a lot of even United fans thought that was going to happen, but it did. So we'll see. Uh, I think, I mean, I'll, I'll do I'll do a preview for United versus Liverpool as per usual. And also we've got Spurs uh, next Premier League match as well. Uh, then we've got the run in the Europa League. Um, if we beat Granada, which we should, we've then got uh, Ajax versus AS Roma, which I think a lot of United fans are worried about as well uh, if we get the... But then again, I think we all, all had that same feeling against AC Milan and we beat them. So you never really know with United, <laughs> realistically. Um, but yeah, uh, it would be interesting to see Ollie's kind of lineup, I guess, against Granada. Will he maybe be giving some youth a chance? Or maybe the second leg, uh, giving like a Shola Shorty or Ahmad um, a game, maybe in the second leg, you know, if United win comfortably. Um, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, he's obviously already scored in the Europa League, Ahmad. Um, but, yeah, we, we will see. And... I'm going to leave it there for today. I hope you have a great afternoon, great evening, great morning, great day, great night, or wherever you are in the world listening to this episode of Chitter Chatter. Once again, thank you very much for listening. Keep safe and goodbye.